Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Accessible Airwaves. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We have a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about. And topics we are interested in. We show how disability is in in the the mind mind of the beholder. Hello, my name is John Aguilar, and you are listening to Accessible Airwaves on CGSW 90.9 FM. I am speaking with Tara Nelson, the owner and president of the Adaptability Store here in the University District in Calgary. Hello, Tara. Welcome to Accessible Airwaves. How are you today? Hi, thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the Adaptability Store. How did it all start? Does the name have a special meaning? Okay, so my husband and I started this business. Uh, We have a son who's nine who has autism and a rare genetic condition. Um, And just trying to find supports and services for him growing up uh, was always a challenge. It's hard to know what was out there, what was available. So we decided, um, with my husband's uh, business background and my kinesiology background and our experience with our son, we decided we would put together a toolbox of things that we've either wished we had access to or things that uh, we found hard to get. Uh, and we decided to come up with adaptability, and the name is just that. We've had to adapt to all sorts of different abilities with our son, and we we found that putting a physical location was very important to us because it's very important to touch and feel and see and try all the products before before buying them, so you know what you're getting, and you also know what's out there. Very great. You have a son with autism. I do, yes. Yes. I also do have that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you tell me about your past experience working or engaging with human services? How did that influence your choices when creating your store? Yeah, so we, um, especially working with FSCD, we found that they were a great resource to help get services that we needed, whether that was respite services or just ways to make our life easier, whether that's a house cleaner or different allowances for clothing, things like that. So um, just having those supports to be able to to make our life a little bit easier, um, I think that was that was very beneficial because it can be very lonely and it can be very uh, overwhelming and just trying to navigate the whole system. So just mm-hmm. working with them through that has, has made us feel like we weren't alone and that there are tons and tons of resources available and that you know a lot of people have your back and they're there to support you. And um, yeah, that, that you're not alone in this, this whole journey. So, so working with them was, was wonderful because we can, we can get, help and we can get access to to services that that are going to benefit our son and us ah, very interesting <laughs> we truly appreciate what you have done by 
opening the adaptability store you are creating access to a wide variety of supportive tools and products that benefit so many individuals everyday lives can you talk a little bit about the different products that you carry in your store how they may help a person yes so we have a ton of different areas of tools and products that we carry um, we have some adaptive clothing that can help individuals that maybe have G-tubes or that struggle to dress or that just need a little bit more features to their clothing, whether that's magnetic buttons or extra zippers or uh, just little modifications here and there. Um, so we have that. We've got uh, a lot of classroom aids for teachers as well. So whether that's supports to help with sensory regulation, with um, sensory integration, focusing, um, fidgeting, that kind of stuff. So a lot of different tools, slant boards that you can use in a classroom to help for vision. Uh, lots of different tools and supplies there. Special seating you can, like wiggle seats that can help children or adults focus uh, and pay attention. So things like that. Writing tools for helping with printing and stuff like that. Um, also, we carry a lot of daily living aids. So whether that's like grab bars for your bathroom or lifts to help get in and out of the tub. Um, a lot of just seatbelt buckle protectors for kiddos that get out of their seatbelts, um, things like that. And we carry a lot. We carry mobility aids and devices. So we do rentals of those as well as purchases. So wheelchairs, um, home care beds, walkers, all sorts of things, crutches. Um, and then we have some, we do a lot of sensory room equipment as well. So lots of bubble tubes, lots of specialty seating, um, lots of fiber optic lights, things like that that help with sensory regulation. Um, some safety equipment. We have some seizure helmets that um, help with falls. Uh, we have some, um, yeah, the, the things for your bathroom, the grab bars, the stuff like that. Um, and then we carry um, lots of AFO socks and yeah, lots of accessories and fidget tools and jewelry, things like that to help with the oral motor stimulation um, and speech. And lots of stuff like that. Yeah, huh. you bet. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Does your storefront help with one specific disability or does it help and address a bunch of needs? I would say that it addresses a bunch of different needs. Um, there is quite a heavy autism focus, but also we have a lot of customers with cerebral palsy, um, you know, stroke patients, mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, dementia. So it's not necessarily even just, you know, an, it can be an acute disability, whether someone breaks their leg, or it can be something that's, that's long term, or someone who is perfectly typical who was in an accident and now is is going the opposite direction. So I definitely think that a lot of the tools can be used across the board. Um, and some people may see, may think that they're very juvenile, but some people need to learn how to retie shoelaces and their daily calendars and organizing. So anywhere from, you know, infants to seniors, a lot of these tools, yes, may seem juvenile, but they 
they have a very specific uh, purpose, whether that's helping with fine motor, gross motor, um, all sorts of conditions that that arise. So it's about figuring out what each person needs and what what they're struggling with, and then we can um, help them adapt, in, as with their name, but help them adapt to whatever that challenge may be. Maybe it's a zipper pull that they struggle to do up their jacket, or you know they can't sit still, so they need to have something to help them to regulate and things like that. So I would say that it definitely crosses a lot of different disabilities. And um, it's just a matter of figuring out what each individual is struggling with and helping them to provide tools that that can then ease those struggles and challenges. That's really nice here. (laughs) We saw on your website that you also help people to create custom sensory rooms. Can you explain to the listeners what a sensory room is and why they are beneficial? Okay. So uh, for those of you that don't know, sensory rooms, they're a space that's specifically designed to engage and stimulate the senses by creating a controlled and safe and therapeutic environment So that promotes relaxation and well-being. So things like soft lighting you'll find in there, um, some fiber optic lighting, some comfortable seating, whether that's crash pads or loungers, uh, a lot of tactile materials, so maybe like marble walls or LED touch lights, things like that, um, auditory equipment. Sometimes the sensory rooms will have like a vibrosom- vibrosonic bench in there that vibrates to the music uh, that's very calming, and then lots of visual effects are in there, so bubble tubes and, again, the fiber optics, different lighting <clears throat> um, toys that light up, things that are calming. So, and even weighted blankets, shoulder wraps, um, vibrating items that help, um, they help facilitate sensory regulation, basically. So it's it's mostly for, I mean, anybody can benefit from a sensory room. Um, <clears throat> it helps with self-regulation. It helps with communication and interaction, especially for those who are nonverbal. Um, helps them to express emotions and helps them connect with others through shared sensory experiences. Uh, they also help with stress reduction by encouraging rac- uh, relaxation. Uh, they help with cognitive and emotional development. They provide opportunities for exploration and discovery, which are essential for brain development. Um, and then, yeah, they they help improve your sensory processing skills, your fine motor, gross motor, problem solving, um, imaginative play. So sometimes kiddos that'll come in with that are nonverbal will be able to kind of interact with the bubble tube and and tell a nonverbal story by just you know expressions on their faces and. And just that that sense of calmness that they that they experience, and you know, just the smiles on their faces, and you know, just that ability to to help regulate. So they the sensory room will help if you're either it it'll help to stimulate you if you're looking for that piece, or it'll also help calm you down if that's something you're looking for. So if you're ever, if you're an anxious person person or or struggle with anxiety, then then it's very much a place where you can come and relax and just decompress and and uh, feel calm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen some sensory rooms before when many years ago. Huh? Yeah. No, they're very cool, and I think yeah, I think anybody can benefit from from visiting the sensory rooms. They're a very cool place. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes the world can be very stimulating, overstimulating for for anybody, really. So I think it's a good way to, to just take it down and relax. What does the process of creating a sensory room look like? So basically you would come to us and define your space, just kind of explain a little bit what your needs are and what you're looking for. Um, and then we'll typically come out and do a site visit and we'll we'll measure your space, see what kind of things we can put in that space and work within your budget to, to find items that would be beneficial for you. I mean, you can, they can be very extravagant, but they can also be very simple with, you know, a a star projector light and a bubble tube and some calming items, or they can be very fancy and have exotic benches and all sorts of different lighting features and things like that as well. So um, yeah, we really do work with our customers to create the space that's going to be beneficial. And if it's, it'll depend to whether it's you're working with children or with adults or with dementia patients. So we try to, we try to tailor each room um, a little bit to, to the individual needs. So after having a little site visit, we come and we put together some drawings and send those to our customers. And then they, they'll, they'll give their feedback and make changes. And then uh, we work with a wonderful company, Dakota Sensory out of Calgary, who helps us put these together and install them and um, make sure our, our customers are satisfied and know how to use them properly and that they know all the benefits of them and know what they're putting in each room. Really nice. Mm-hmm. How has the community welcomed your storefront? Have you received any feedback or stories about a positive impact you have made in a person's life since starting your business? Yes. Yeah, so the community has been amazing and very welcoming. Um, the it's always it's been very positive feedback about the store. We've had just. Uh, so many people come in and just say how much it was needed and how thankful they are to have this space that they can bring their kids to try and see the items. Um, we have a lot of parents that will come in and, you know, they're apologizing because their kid's running around and is out of control and loud and messy and stuff. And and it's it's actually kind of sad because I'm like, you shouldn't have to apologize for those behaviors, but it's just a learned behavior when, when you go out somewhere that... You know, you have to be quiet, you have to do all sorts of things. But so it's really a safe place for people who can come and and just, you know, experience experience what we have and without judgment, without, um, you know, without any anything like that. So um, it's been very positive. Uh, a lot of mamas will come in and they're like, I can't take my child anywhere. And he's now over there sitting at the bubble tube for 20 minutes and he never sits still. And it gives, you know, gives the mom a little mini vacation when she can walk around the store and shop and, and see what we have. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of tears. A lot of people are very emotional. They have, you know, they love to share their stories. They love to have that, you know, the sense of community. And um, yeah, they're, they're just happy to have a place where they can do that. And um yeah, so it's been very well received. Um, and yeah, so any particular case, yeah, there's been lots of cases where, I mean, I feel like we help everybody that comes through our door. <laughs> but in particular, we've had um, a little girl uh, that was over in Egypt, actually, that couldn't get a hold of a particular posterior walker that she was looking for. So she had a family member here in Calgary that we got her a little posterior walker and um so she sent it over to Egypt for her this little girl was nine and she'd never walked before so this 
and so she had sent us a picture of this little girl with her walker now and yeah so she had uh she's going to school and she's she's doing really well so ah. so that was really lovely um and then another lady just out of uh just north of Calgary who you know, was financially struggling and couldn't get access to um, direct billing for a particular roller that she had needed. And I mean, we had never done direct billing, but I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's get to this locker. She's like, I can't, there's no lending libraries that have this one and whatever. So we, we made it happen and we got her her walker and uh, yeah, she's able to get out of her house now and she's able to, to do things that were keeping her constrained to her home. So yeah, so that's, uh, those are a couple that kind of off the top of my head, but just a, just a ton of customers that, you know, repeat customers that keep coming back just for that little getaway, just to say hi, just to, you know, show us new equipment that they've gotten and to show us, um, you know, new outfits, all sorts of stuff. So we've created some really good relationships with a lot of people. Um, and we have some great volunteers that come into the store as well uh, and, and, you know, share their time and their their knowledge with us and customers as well. So, yeah, so it's been really great, really well received. Yeah. Yeah. Well received. Mm-hmm. We can imagine that working in the field you are in, you come across unique and beneficial support products quite often. Mm-hmm. Are there any items or companies you want to share with the listeners and us that you are excited about? Uh, yeah, so we're always constantly getting new and exciting items in. I'm trying to keep it fresh and fun and up to date and um, especially coming into winter and Christmas now. Uh, this is our, so we opened in March. So this will be our first Christmas that we're operational in our store. So it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. But um, but yeah, we're going to be, well, we have our, our rib cap seizure helmets that look like winter hats, but they're actually good for fall protection and seizures. Or if you're slipping on ice, things like that. So they just look like a regular toque, but they're, they're padded and, and safe and keep our keep our customers happy um mm. and then as well we do work with coolway sports so they do adaptive snowsuits and um sit ski blankets things like that so those are some exciting ones that are coming back here for the winter uh. um some boots some non-walking boots for for wheelchair users uh some a driving glove that has a, a hole in the mitten so that you can put it over your joystick and, and still keep your hands warm and still drive safely in your wheelchair. Uh, lots of things like that. And yeah, I think uh, we also just got in our play couches, actually, which are really fun. They're wow. like an 11-piece play couch. So if you have kiddos that uproot your living room and throw pillows and stuff all around, make forts. So this is just like a, it's an 11-piece playset couch that you can build and use your imagination work on your gross motor um yeah hours and hours of fun for sure so yeah Yeah. lots of cool stuff coming in Uh that's really great to hear where can people find out more about you and come and visit the store so you can uh, come find us in the University District. We're just uh, right by the Children's Hospital. We're 4035 University Avenue Northwest. So just on that main street. Um, or you can look at all our products are online. They're at www.adaptabilitystore.ca. Um, that's where you can find out. We have an About Us page and a 
about me and contact us so can reach out for anything or any questions product suggestions we constantly get those daily and even if it's something we don't carry it's something that I'm like okay it's on my list we're gonna track it down we'll bring it in we'll we'll make it happen so we're very yeah very flexible and always open to meeting new families and uh, new people we get a lot of families coming into the children's from Lethbridge Medicine Hat all over so we do get a lot of out of towners which is lovely and we love to see them too so it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? Uh, no, I just thank you for bringing me on here and the opportunity to share about our store and, and everything we offer. Um, there's lots to see. We'd love to have you guys come out. And um, yeah, no, we're just happy to have opened it and make it happen and see where it goes. Uh-huh. It's a pleasure to have you on our show today. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. So thank you for joining us, Tara. You're welcome. That was Tara Nelson from the Adaptability Store in the University District in Calgary. If you want more information on the Adaptability Store, visit the website at adaptabilitystore.ca. Next interview is with Wendy Wong of June Adaptive in Toronto. Hello, Wendy. Hello. Welcome to Accessible Airwaves. It's great to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Can you tell us about June Adaptive? What is the story behind your company and what led you to where you are today? Yeah, so at June Adaptive, it's a website called juneadaptive.com. We sell clothes for people who live with disabilities. Um, when I was a teenager, I had an aunt that got into a car accident and she became quadriplegic. It was a really difficult time for my whole family. Um, everything was confusing. We were learning about disabilities for the first time, especially physical disabilities. And um, we were just trying to help out as much as possible. Being a teenager at the time, I was interested in fashion. Me and my aunt would go shopping all the time. She really um, had a, she really wanted to look good. And that's like, that was really important to her. Um, One of her caregivers said, there's clothes out there that makes it easier for her to get dressed. Um, Maybe if it's like the buttons are at the front, there's all these um, different requirements that help her get easy, um, get dressed a bit easier. Um, That'd be great if you can find it. And I was like, okay, I can do that. I'm a professional shopper. I can find that. So I went out to the malls and tried to find these items and I couldn't find it. And it was extremely frustrating that I couldn't help her. Um, fast forward to today, I actually have a mother-in-law that lives with multiple cirrhosis and she also needs full-time caregivers to dress her. But after all this time, I've actually worked in the fashion industry and kind of, um, learned about new categories and products that are available. And I discovered adaptive fashion. Um, I bought some adaptive products for my mother-in-law and she loved it. And I thought more people should know about adaptive fashion and that's why I created juneadapter.com to bring more awareness to adaptive fashion and to help more people find clothing that um, help them get dressed easier in the morning so that's where that's how juneadaptive.com got started yeah it was it was a really difficult time um but one thing I did was um I was actually able to name the company after her so her name was June and I named the company June Adaptive just because I wasn't able to help her at the time and um, now I'm able to help other people. She's unfortunately passed away since 
um, the accident. She did live for quite a few years afterwards. Um, I was able to name the company after her. Excellent. How does your fashion background play into your everyday work? What are the challenges in finding or creating accessible clothing? Yeah, so I studied fashion in school and then I started my career in buying and in wholesale. So it was my job to figure out what people wanted and needed and find like amazing items that they would want. So it's like... I took a lot of that experience into my work at juneadapter.com of trying to understand what people with disabilities um, need uh, and are looking for and help source those products for them. Um, some of the challenges that um, um, that come in trying to find these items is that there's not a lot of these products out there and it's a bit difficult to find. So there's a lot of researching and understanding what um, people might need to help them get dressed easier and to find these items. So um, it's really um, the ch most challenging part is trying to find these items out there in the market. Oh, great. It's really interesting. We know that starting a business can come with many new learning experiences. Have you had any setbacks when starting your company? And do you have any advice for people? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, you know, starting a business isn't easy. You know, you're trying to get your name out there and get um, get some recognition with your brand. Um, I think the biggest challenge is just being like a small player and just finding new customers and finding a new audience. I think the biggest advice is just keep at it and um, take it one day at a time and grow slowly and not be too hard on yourself and take, you know, celebrate small wins and keep positive and uh, keep growing. You want things to happen right away, but sometimes it takes a bit more time. So just be patient with yourself and your business and um, keep building your business every single day. And uh, I think that would be my advice to other people who are building business as well. That's great advice for the people. Mm -hmm. How do you create and provide an inclusive shopping experience? Yeah, so we we did a lot of things. I actually had my sister help me on my website. She's a, a user experience graphic designer. And we made sure our website complies with the accessibility standards, makes it easier for people with visual impairments to read all the fonts and the colors that we use and the design choices we have. It's optimized for an accessible user experience. Um, we also make sure we have alt text in all our images and um, it's as accessible as possible. Uh, one thing we also have is also a phone number at the top and um, a phone line that's uh, easily accessible for our customers to call in to help with their orders or answer any questions that they have. We find a lot of our customers uh, might have some challenges using the computers. So um, providing a phone number line just for customers to um, help them out with their, their orders has been really helpful. That's how they created an inclusive experience for shopping. Mm -hmm. We know that your company makes a positive impact in the daily lives of those individuals with disabilities and their support systems. Are you able to share with us any positive feedback or stories you have received since starting your company? Yeah, um, we've been really lucky. We've had over 400 five-star reviews from our customers, which is really motivating. And it means that we're doing the right thing and we're really helping people. I think that's 
that's something that uh, really uh, makes me happy reading all the reviews. But like one thing is one review I read is like, finally, I found shoes that I put on my husband without hurting him. Just like the act of like putting on shoes, it's an everyday activity for people and being able to provide a pair of shoes that doesn't hurt somebody um, when they put them on feels so great. So um, we get reviews like that all the time. And um, it's so great to be able to help people. That is a lot of five-star reviews. That's a good Mm -hmm. thing. Since the creation of June Adaptive, is there anything that you have learned about making adaptive clothing that you would change? There's so much. I think there's so many different disabilities out there. It's hard to have one item that solves the issue for everyone. I think it's one thing to learn is that you're going to be constantly learning about different features that can help people and um, what kind of products to kind of try and find that will help more people. So I think um, one thing I would change is like just keep being open to finding new products that will help the different uh, disabilities out there and help people get dressed a bit easier. Besides your online shopping, do you have any stores in Toronto? Do you plan on expanding to other locations within Canada and perhaps across the borders? So right now we are just uh, online. However, we do do pop-up stores and pop-up shopping experiences in long-term care homes where we do clothing assessments. It's mostly in the Ontario area and the mainly around Toronto, but um, there could be a possibility if, if there's interest to expand to other areas in Canada to do clothing assessments in long-term care homes. Since your clothing caters specifically to individuals with diverse abilities, Do you promote inclusivity by creating employment opportunities for such individuals? So currently it's just me on the team, but once we are ready to hire, I would love to work with somebody that is part of the community, especially because that's our main, that's our main customer and they would be able to understand and relate to um, the community a lot more. So when we're ready to grow, definitely. Uh, if we can work with somebody that's in the disability space, that would be ideal. What do you like most about your job in this industry? What I most love about my job is just being able to help people get dressed. As simple as that. It's a it's an everyday challenge that they have. And when they discover these products, it changes their lives completely just because it's something that they do every single day. And as simple as a pair of pants that has like a side zipper on it, or like maybe um, somebody has challenges buttoning up their shirt because they have dexterity challenges and we have shirts with magnets on it and it helps them um, put on a shirt by themselves. Just being able to help people is what brings me the most joy about my job. And it's exciting to be part of the adaptive fashion industry. It's an industry that's constantly growing. More and more companies are um participating in it and joining into it. So it's really exciting to see the growth in the industry and more people join the industry. Okay. Could you tell us where some of your products come from and how you find out about products? Yeah. So we have several different suppliers. They ship either um, from the U.S., uh, mostly from the U.S. We do have one supplier in Turkey. I was able to find it just by... um, you know, a Google search of finding a, a different adaptive brands to list on our site and uh, and source the products based on that. 
Huh. Yeah, that's where most of your products come from the United States. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? Yeah, um, I would love to share like, you know, thanks for including me today. Um, we have a lot of great products at juneadaptive.com, like anywhere from grip socks. So we have socks that have grips at the bottom where um, if you have challenges with balance issues, um, but there's grips at the bottom. So if you're prone to slips and stuff, um, you can uh, try them out. The great thing about them is that they look great, like for everyday wear. They're not like oh. the hospital fuzzy socks which I love. Um, we also have really great shoes that were designed by occupational therapists. Um, they oh. actually have a zipper on the shoe. So for people who have challenges uh, tying up shoelaces, there's a zipper on it. So um, you don't have to tie up shoelaces and it's easy to get in and out of shoes. Um, those are just some items that I wanted to show today, but um, there's more and a lot of different styles at tuneadapt.com. Thank you for showing your stuff. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. We thank you for joining us today. Yeah. And thank you for sharing your experiences to the listeners. Of course. It was such a fun interview. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. Those were our interviews with Tara Nelson of Adaptability Store here in Calgary and Wendy Wong of June Adaptive in Toronto. We are Accessible Airwaves on CGSW 90.9 FM. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accessible Airwaves.